Hey, so we're live. Welcome back to the Magic Minds Podcast. I'm Matt Bork. You're watching and listening to the Liberty's number one podcast. Yup, the Liberty's. Yup, the flats. Yup, the flats. Yup, the flats. Yup, talent. Yup, talent. On the show today, I'm joined by Tom Quinn. Tom, what is the crack? Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Matt? Pleased to meet you. Great to tell you, everyone, and how are you? Uh, we're back again with carpool therapy slash it's in a van obviously um, but we're going to call it carpool therapy there's not much therapy going on like van pool therapy yeah and there's not even you know it's not even a car and there's not even going to be therapy there might be tears today uh, I've asked Tom to come on the show I came across Tom a good few years ago in the National Rehab he was doing a workshop uh, he's percussion but I also realised then you're a physical therapist and you've trained mm-hmm. you've done a lot of lot of uh, work that I wasn't I wasn't there uh, Knowledge of I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't know that you study physical therapy and yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. I I think I was about sixteen. I kind of I got into massage. Yeah. Um, it's a strange one because I I like it was at a time when I was sixteen <laughs> back in the day. It was at a time. Ten years ago, no. <laughs> Ten years ago, yeah. I'm a fucking comedian. A slight bit more on the end. <laughs> yeah, I I got into it. I I. I always had a, I always had a, a, a hankering for palpation, for touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As one of the senses, um, I, I was most uh, uh, drawn to, or, or felt most um, connected to. Um, and so I, I snuck off. I remember I was working, and I snuck off to do this night course massage night course and I used to tell my friends the boys and you're even lowering your voice to going going somewhere else. you're reliving it yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah and I would go to this uh, I would go to, I, I, would go, I would go off to this secret massage place <laughs> and it's not like that oh, right. there was no happy endings was there, no? there was, no milk parties there was no happy endings <laughs> I, would, I would get into happy endings that's a different story but <laughs> um, but yeah so I'd, I'd secretly go and learn uh, and, and and learn this uh, Swedish massage, which was the very first one I kind of got into, um, because it was wasn't seen as a thing men could do. No, no. I obviously there was two there was two men in the room. Uh, one of them was the teacher, and the other was myself, in a in a room full of women who were all pretty much studying, wanted to be beauticians. And, yeah, yeah. And because massage was very new to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Ireland, outside of the happy endings. <laughs> Scenario. I don't know about happy endings. And even just, then, there wasn't much of that. I hear. <laughs> I just one of my mates was telling me about happy endings and, and, and parties and little parties. I, I, I'm glad we started with this. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we started as we mean to go on. The reason I asked Tom to come on is because of that. Uh, I was wanting to talk about the war, but we've been sitting here going, "What will we talk about? We're going to talk about feelings. We're going to talk about emotion. We're going to talk about Tom's story, my story. What's not being talked about? We're just going to meander through because me and Tom." are in this what you would see is this circle this kind of spiritual circle meditation sound therapy holotropic ayahuasca and there's not a lot of men there you know and as I come across Tom and I love his vibe I went to a couple of workshops went one and one in the hospital and I just thought you know what he's uh, somebody I think does, that's a little bit more adept and is willing to have the chats about stuff and in this kind of so God knows what we're going to talk we're going to drive yeah, around yeah. Tom is from Tallaght uh, so we're going to drive around Tallaght we literally were talking for a half an hour before this and we said we yeah. should record this <laughs> we record <laughs> waffling away putting the world to rights so look Tom we'll get cracking yeah. and uh, up to the view <laughs> up to the view 
so look where where will we start yeah you get into the the, the, the massage yeah uh, um, and that industry and wants to go further with it and yeah i took it in i went i went and studied to be a neuromuscular therapist and i've done many many different styles over the years of massage um, or uh, a body work as it's known i think more so um, yeah body work um, and funny enough then I had I had a big accident about 10, 10 11 years ago right. um, a van fell in front of me on the way home from a sound bath a full day sound bath we were doing yeah 11 12 years ago if you asked uh, anybody what a sound bath was 11 to 12 years ago they'd, they'd, they'd ask you did they need to bring a towel you, I was only talking to someone at the gym I don't know I won't name who it was but they was like do you need baths and all and I was like because yeah, I was talking to a sound bath do we need to bring a towel yeah it? yeah uh, is it no we got left or right left here left yeah. here yeah. Uh, so yeah I, I saw you know I had my own practice in uh, now in for a number of years Um just working with people. I don't do much of that work at the moment. No? No. Where's I do that? a little bit here and there. People ask me, I, I work on them, um, but I don't um, I don't do much of it because I'm kind of preoccupied with a lot of music. Right. And the other mission in life. Um, What's the your drum, own? The drum circles. Right. I run drum circles. Just go straight on. Uh, community drum circles. Yeah, I've been to one in your... Yeah. Um, and I run them everywhere. Anywhere they don't want me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, but, uh, that's, your, that's, your, that's your love. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, at one point I kind of decided it was, it was, call it a love, call it a mission. Right. People find a mission, I think. Yeah. Um, I think in, in life maybe we, we do need a mission. Oh, of course, we need to have order, and this is no order, it's disorder, but a direction. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the journey. What's the meaning of life? You know, that yeah. that vast open question that that rarely can be answered, and is so personal to yeah. everyone. Yeah, I think I try not get lost in that. The meaning of life. Well, the I meaning try, is it? It's I find the meaning in things we do as Victor Frankl said. Yeah, <laughs> why well, you're doing what you're doing, having a why. Being able to say what's the meaning of life yeah, yeah, is yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the fact that we're fucking here. Yeah, that's enough. Is enough. We're always looking for more though. We're always looking for more. We're always searching for more. There's always, always more. There's, like, always, there's always another workshop to go to and a different groups thing. And I left uh, right here, right here. Yeah. And uh, there's, yeah, there's always the search, the search, the search, the search. Yeah, like me and you were just talking a second. I was thinking, oh, I'm thinking of doing ayahuasca. But if you had said to me, why are you doing ayahuasca? I probably would have, oh, I probably want to go a little bit deeper. And what's a little bit deeper mean? I want more. I want more. Yeah, 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 I want more. There's always this search for more knowledge, search for more. Go deeper, go deeper, and realistically, and, and, that's just and more. What, and what's at the core of that? Maybe just wanting peace, wanting to understand, wanting to be in a place of peace. Yeah. Uh, you know, wanting to stop this constant samsara that goes on in the mind. Samsara, what a brilliance. Um, it's a beautiful Tibetan poem. Um, yeah. Uh, by Ripshay, um, Ripshay. And, and it says um, it says rest in natural great peace this exhausted mind 
beaten helplessly by karma and the rotting thoughts in the infinite oceans of samsara. Deadly. To rest. To rest. To rest the fucking mind. Yeah. I was asked to go out on a sea swim this morning. I'd said to a girl, a pal of mine, I'll definitely go, I'll definitely go. And then obviously I was doing this interview with you and she texted last night, you're still going. And normally I would say, oh yeah, I'd go there, go to swim, go to gym, go to you. And then it says, no, this interview was enough for me to do today. That's it. Yeah. I didn't try, it wasn't like Manuel from Faulty Towers trying to juggle seven plates yeah, and yeah. ride a unicycle. I had to say, no, like fuck that. I'm just gonna chill, chill. Yeah, I think uh, one of the, I know um, I'm recently out of a relationship, but um, um, transcendental meditation was 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 a big uh, part of that. And delighted you said that. And this idea of of coming to the present and settling in a place of nowhere, having nothing, is. It's a wonderful tale. Unreal. And I'm delighted you said that, you know, and I, I was only thinking about this the other day about the, being mindful and responsible about the content we put out there. And I'm very mindful of what I put out there and what I want people to see. And you put a post up about transnet meditation. Yeah, get into I, it, folks. Get into it. Uh, absolutely. And I watched this, I watched your video that you put up. And my mentor, Jeff Thompson, has been going on about it for years. He talks about it and I was threatening to do it. And I said, you know what, fuck this. And I signed up to do it and it was just incredible. I love it. Yeah. I met, love it. You met Mary then. I <laughs> met Mary. I did meet Mary. And there's a great saying, and I take it with me now all through life, take it as it comes. Take it as it comes. Take it as it comes, you know? Because I thought, ah, this transcendent meditation is all a bit loosey-goosey. You know, it's not as uh, disciplined and structured and focused and conscious as I normally am. We take this. And it's not like that. She was like, just take it as it comes. So I'm just having two sleeps a day. And then I have my night sleep. And she says, just take it as it comes. Yeah, yeah. And I just love it. Yeah, well, you know, you know, and a lot of people, <clears throat> I guess a lot of people ask about what is it? Yeah. You know, what's what's the difference between meditation and transcendental meditation? Yeah. What's your definition of that? Question. Well, the trans, to transcend. Yeah. To transcend. Is is a huge part of it. Yeah. You know, because we go to a lot of people go to meditation classes and they really don't know uh, what they're supposed to be doing in there. Yeah. And they can't slow the mind. Mm. Um, and the constant chatter mm. with with within transcendental meditation to be able to listen to that constant chatter and then just observe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lovely. Is a different way. Yeah, I, and again, I was looking for something. When, she, when I heard the word transcendental, transcend, so in each meditation I was sitting, I was like, I'm not fucking going anywhere. Yeah. I'm not transcending to anything. I'm just fucking dancing on the surface like a duck. Yeah, but you're already here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I was just it's looking. To transcend inwards, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I wanted to go deep. Travel man. outwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or deeply inwards, even. Yeah. And I just, just to be. Yeah. Now we just look forward to it, like my morning, we're doing it this morning, I'll do it in the evening, and yeah. it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, the, the twice daily practice of meditation, yeah, is, is 
really all that's asked of you. There's yeah. nothing asked of you, Anyway, anyway, it's a different subject. Uh, <laughs> we, well, do you know what I noticed when I went there? And it's something I think we should talk about. Tom, I went there, and there was only normally to all these stuff things that we go to. There's predominantly all women, and there was more men. Why do you think? Why do you think that when we go to these workshops that you run most? Why is it predominantly mostly women? Um. <clears throat> well. Oh God, that's a the, yeah, that's a question I've asked over the years. I've been asking, um, like even in choirs, you know, it, it's funny because men <clears throat> men won't go to choirs and they will have a secret haunting or or wanting to sing, right? Yeah. But they don't because you don't go to a choir because a choir is not seen as masculine. Yeah. In the, in this in, if you're in a masculine world, yeah, it's not it's not seen as a fay. It's not something you should do. And yet you'll go to the fucking football match on Sunday and you'll sing your fucking heart out with twenty thousand men. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you won't go to the choir on on Thursday night and sing hallelujah. Not that it has to be religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that you won't bring yourself to that thing. There's two. There's a lot of theories. Men find it hard to sit in circle and talk about their shit. Men, men, men do. Men work better in the doing. Yeah, of course. We we, we immediately begin to trust each other in in a work situation. So if we go out and build a boat together, yeah. we're gonna have an instant trust in the building that we're gonna be able to suss each other out oh, yeah. and see if it's a safe place for us to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we will be able to sit down and have the cup of tea and chat about the normal stuff in life. Right, brilliant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you walk into the pub on a Friday afternoon and you've just fucking lost your fucking dog, yeah. you know, the most you'll get is, ah, you'd be grand, here, yeah. have another point. Yeah, no the pain. Let's not talk about your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's not talk about your loss. Yeah. It's not the place to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about feelings and emotions and vulnerability. Let's talk about sport. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, when I talk about this in workshops, you know, my background is uh, neuroscience and brain injury rehab. Yeah. And I, I have to be very careful when I say this, when it's from my training, not my opinion, that men and women's brains are very different. Completely. You know, when when, when war kicks off or trouble kicks off, men divide, they separate, they go to war, they don't talk about feelings and emotions. Women come together and talk about things, community, gather safety, they create networks. Men don't do that. So to ask a man to talk about feelings and emotions at a cellular level, it's just counterintuitive. Yeah, and I think there's more of a modern Not all women, by the way. Not well, no, all not all. No, of I'm course, not, we're generalising. Yeah, yeah, no, this is just somebody training. This is just a broad sweeping statement. So and, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, well, we're going to be full of broad sweeping statements. That's all we are. We're just <laughs> we're broad sweeping guys. statements. <laughs> shooting, the, shooting the broad. Shooting the shit. <laughs> the broad shit. Um, yeah, so I think in 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 modern society, it's, it's, it's equal for women, I think. Not as much, but there are women who don't communicate with each other just as much. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. That, seems that has to be, to be a said, thing, a, sure. a modern thing. Yeah. Um, COVID broke open a lot of things for people. I think. Yeah. It broke up a lot of it. It just it, like Cali destroyed a lot of 
set functions and ideas in people's heads. Like, like that Kali idea. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. The, the, the destructive tearing apart of yeah. something yeah. that needed to be torn apart for yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, brilliant. Maybe. <laughs> um, and then a, and a time of rediscovery, maybe, for people now. Yeah. Um, but we're constantly bombarded with yeah, I mean, this, this thing. You know, social media is quite dangerous and can be quite positive too yeah because when we're stuck in those places of not knowing what to do or how to be or anything we can you know we can a meme can change your life in the morning oh absolutely a hundred percent change your opinion change your view change how you look at this thing is this the view it's the view here and speaking of the view we're now up at the view of Dublin Mountain yeah so go on. Well, in there if you want. We yeah. have a jam, maybe. Or do you want to continue driving? It's up to you. Yeah. There's not much up there. Only quilt your woods. Quilt your woods. <laughs> yeah, go on. And you were saying. Oh, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so men and women. Men, why I don't know. The question, I think, your first question was 10 minutes ago was uh, why are. Why do men find it difficult to, to? Why do I see a lot of women turn up at these things? Um, because men have a fear of communication. We communicate in different ways that 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 aren't verbally connected to our emotions. We feel everything you do, you women do. We feel everything. We feel the same way. We all feel the same way. We all have fears and share. Uh, and share love, and and we just we just really are protected, feel protected, that we need to be protected against other men. Mm. I, think it's a, I think that's a very poignant point that you made there. Is the communication piece? We struggle, you know. We 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 talked before we we press record here. We talked about uh, running from the physiology, running from the fear, running from the feelings of fear. But then there's just it's a two part thing. That we find it hard to communicate that, like there's a term called Alexi time. You having feelings and emotions that we can't articulate and and talk about. Mm -hmm. So there's that running from the physiology, because that's how most of my relationships broke up. Because I ran because of the fear, ran because of the 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 fear of abandonment, fear of this, fear of that, and then I couldn't articulate it. I couldn't stay in the fire. I ran. Yeah, me too. And I couldn't, I couldn't say I'm scared, I'm worried, I'm lonely, I'm hurt, I'm, I'm anxious. I don't know if you're gonna abandon me or not, and all childhood stuff. Yeah. And instead, I just done a fucking a limb for Christie and done a burner. Yeah, and I recognise that too. I've done that too, <clears throat> and done it recently too. Um, and 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 even and when the time, and then when we, <clears throat> when we do come to that realization, possibly after a breakup, it's way too late. To, to to express that even if we can come to express that it can be way too late because women are very good at women will give a lot of time to a man in relationship to hang himself in that regard <laughs> she will give him a lot of time they will give him lots of rope and he will continue to use that rope um, and then eventually that'll be it and women do make that quick decision of you know, or it's not a quick decision; it's a long decision. But they will decide. That's it. I, I've had enough, and they will walk away from things. Um, 
in my experience anyway at this stage but yeah so I don't so what do we need to do I think is the next question what do we need to do to bring men to this place of communication well first of all we have to create a safe space so men have to when men are being asked to meet other men in circle or in or to commu or communicate or talk about their stuff first things first is they need they need to feel safe they need to be brought to a place of safety first and then once we once we have established in a room that that we're not going to hurt each other that we're here to support each other that we understand each other and listen to and we're listening to each other and we're giving space then then men will surprise the fuck out of you with what they have to bring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think it's because when, when circles with other women there, do you think that scares men to talk about stuff like this and be open and vulnerable because there's women there? Do you think there's a fear of that they're weak or lost? And this is not a blame and women thing. This is just talking about an unconscious thing that there's women in the room, there's a women feminine energy and they're they're scared to be seen as as weak and that's not safe yeah i think like yeah you have a point there actually because I, I did a i tried to do a men's and women's weekend lodge years ago right and i and we along with a number of facilitators and so we had a few facilitators on the female side and we have a few few male facilitators on the male side and uh um because it, we felt it was it wouldn't be it wouldn't be uh equally balanced or matched if, mm. if it was just a male facilitator or a female facilitator because vice versa on both sides of sexes were, would be struggling mm -hmm. with that scenario yeah. and it's a difficult it's it's it, it unless you have specific um um subjects that you want to approach in that group it's really it's a difficult it's a difficult realm yeah and why i why i'm saying this i'm mentioning you know is it because of the women there because i've noticed that when i went to groups i felt safer when there was women there you know i because i i for years didn't feel very manly like because growing up i was so scared and i had a lot of anxiety and you know just didn't see myself as one of the lads so i went and i was safer with women now I'm alright with whoever's there because I'm alright with talking about feelings emotions I know I'm a man and I know where I'm at in life and I've, I've a bit more self-awareness about myself and autonomy and and I suppose I accept lots of parts of me so yeah. I'm just thinking is it difficult for, for men to go well it may it may be, it may also be involved in your experience of men growing up you know, oh yeah, because my I was um, sexually abused, so um, that, that plays a big part, you know. Yeah, 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 and abuse can play can can play play a huge part in it, and your and your experience of men as, you know, there's a lot of young men growing up with no male role models right now. Oh, it's huge. Just what I said before when we I have interviewed. so much separation. We have so much, you know, people give up on relationships so quickly. It's part of the modern thing. I know. I know. I know. They talk. We, we people say, "Well, why can't? Why didn't we stay? Why don't? Why, do, why don't people stay in relationships all their lives anymore?" Mm. You know. And the and the old excuse is always kind of driven back to, "Well, women would have got out of relationships years ago. It's just they didn't they had no rights and they had nowhere to go." You know. 
the reason most women stayed in relationships in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s was yeah. they didn't have any right they where were they gone where were they to go yeah yeah true uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's strangely reversed now now we've all these men who are out with nowhere to go yeah yeah and it's not it's not it's it's not a judgment it's just an observation yeah um yeah so it it has a, i think it has a lot to do with your under with with what being a man was represented to you as a child yeah. i like you was very sensitive as a child i like you preferred the company of women yeah maybe there's a connection in that as to how we are we seem to be more open to expressing ourselves yeah have we learned that from women yeah my greatest teachers have been women like my ma my, my kids my pal Debbie Collins Bernie Brown yeah. you know as well as men so as much as I have childhood issues I have to acknowledge that the, the part women play in my life you know yeah yeah and and that doesn't mean that you that you have lost any sense of your masculinity yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I don't agree with this toxic masculinity toxic femininity I don't agree with all this crap anyway no no I don't I don't I just I don't but anyway, is it just is, it, is that just more labels it's more labels you know it's more if you haven't got ADHD if you're fecking bipolar if you haven't if you're not bipolar you you know a D D A B B A A C A B. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember going. A B C. A B C D. Yeah, can't just have some fucking M them spaghetti hoops. M D M A. M D. Oh, so Mandy. I remember going to be counselor and I was saying to her, oh, you know, I had gone down the route. I think I'm gonna go to A A, and she was like, okay. And then I had A D D because I do have attention deficit. And she just said to me one time, she goes, "How many racks do you need for all them hats?" Yeah. Like. She says, no matter, like, we broke it down what, it, what she meant with that. It's like, no matter what you label, you find where the AA, NACA, Carbohydrates, Anonymous, whatever, <laughs> you're still going to have to be with it. You're still going to have to live with it. You're still going to have to live with the pain, the frustration, the, the uncertainty, the insecurities, the fucking the attention deficit. She's label you like, label what you like. Now, yeah. this is not exactly what she said, this is what I'm saying, but that's what the, that was the takeaway message. Yeah, we've got we've become a world of labels. Yeah, and like as powerful language is, it can also be be a huge block. Yeah, it's thinking stops us feeling. Yeah, and and and, and uh, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing some relationships in you know in the house I'm living with my dad, and I'm, you know, I'm witnessing a couple of relationships where, and there's a lot of anxiety, and there's a lot of stress, and people have late young people unfortunately get labelled this thing very early um, and they either get medi medicated heavily uh, which is detrimental to the development or they you know but they 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 have this label and they hold this label I am oh I have anxiety I have anxiety so that's it I'm it's identifying with it and you know and I've seen out people I am my gender I'm you know I'm non-binary I'm, I'm heterosexual I'm homosexual I'm ADHD, I'm anxiety, I've depression, I am, I, oh, I know you can say, I respect all that, but is that all you are? Is that all you are? You, are you not limiting yourself by saying, I am transgender, I am cis male, I am, I, is that a... We, we, we can be these things, but it's not all we are. No. It's only the beginning of what we it's are. It's only a tiny experience it's, in your... You know, it's, yeah. it's like where I wear, 
I wear a t-shirt today you know I have a <laughs> I have a football t-shirt on today I am a follower of Liverpool whatever are you? no I don't oh, <laughs> fucking get out you'll be walking back <laughs> on the mountains <laughs> I don't even follow football I have my issues with football to be honest but that's what's me. your issues with football? I have I like I don't I, th- I see it's a modern kind of tribal warfare I think Um, I think I think the game is corrupt as any other game. I, I've, you know, it's. I, I don't see why somebody should pay should be paid thirty three grand a week to f- kick a football around yeah. and be treated like a, a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. What good is that to the world? Um, what do people get from it? I don't know. I just find it's a strange tribal modern day warfare kind of approach isn't that that right through the fabric of Irish existence and history like Northside Southside Man United Liverpool (laughs) Talent Blacks White Working Class class. isn't there there tribalism in everything that we we're always trying to separate but really what we should be trying to do is to fucking connect and come together like even talking about males and females and again their language trying to separate us sometimes I have to I respect yeah, everyone. I'm just saying, there's now loads of separation. Yeah, there's loads of separation. There's separation everywhere. I mean, it's we live in a we live in an island full of tribes. For Christ yeah, sake, in the first place. Yeah, like people don't like people down in them flats. Sure, they're snobs. People over in that <laughs> block are fucking snobs. Us, we're grand. The people upstairs are better than the people downstairs. Isn't yeah, 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 yeah. I often got into trouble for the north side, south side thing. Yeah. <laughs> now I say that, like just like on the back, but I like pushing it's a buttons. Bit, it's a banter. Yeah, because I no, don't give a. Fuck. I don't give a fuck either. No, I really no, don't. No. But it's trying to get that across is difficult. Like even making jokes about certain things, you have to be very careful these days. And I'm very flippant about things because I I really know behind my jokes. I accept people. I don't give a fuck where you're from, what you do. Once you don't hoard kids and animals, you know, I'm killed without our humans. But sometimes we joke, and then I have to be very careful because people may label you and this whole cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, it's a very sensitive time, to, you know, to be to say anything. Uh, you know, because I had to turn down Tommy Tiernan show to come here and talk to you. <laughs> and Tommy Tiernan, I mean, look at the trouble he's in. <laughs> How are you, Tommy? But... Uh, I'm with you, brother. You yeah, can do yeah, what you like. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, I, you're I, not harming anyone. I love comedy. <laughs> like, even my young, my young if one If we is, can't laugh at this shit. My young one's gay, right? And me and her together have, like, we do have gay jokes. Yeah. We just, like, yeah. you know, even our pals come in, I'm like, oh, here we go, fucking lesbian convention. Yeah, but it's... And people look around like, oh, you can't say that. And I'm like, I can, because at one time I thought I was gay. I thought I wanted to kiss Willie's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I have them jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I'm comfortable with my sexuality. It's not for me. That I, I know what I'm about. Yeah. But you can't make jokes about certain things, and that's... Yeah. I think, yeah, because... And maybe it's coming from a culture that was hurt by, by a way we... A, we kind of for a long time you have to be careful with humour because it was used as a way uh, in a, an aggressive way for, for quite some time here you know slagging people in the pub with a little bit of behind oh, yeah, you know yeah. a little bit of actually aggression in it yeah, yeah, is yeah. something that we that that if you walked into a pub and then slagging began and you didn't and you particularly didn't want to you know take it on or hear it or whatever 
you're gonna get offended by this thing and it could continue yeah. and all in the grounds of slagging slagging once we're safe within the grounds of slagging yeah. then you know you shouldn't have a response you shouldn't be upset about it. you shouldn't be it's okay it's all and ah it's only a bit of slagging so so Irish people had a way for years of getting their message across to somebody through slagging them and say I'm only messing I'm only messing yeah, and they fucking hate you. You deadly know. They, you deadly know they're not messing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, so, so there's a there's a thin line because it is in our culture. It's like it is in our culture to have humour in yeah. the sorrow. I love y'all. Like Paul, Paul, uh, Paul McCormick that I do the holotropic Brett with. Mm. Like he's a master. He, like, even the, the podcast was called uh, oh, the, the Sacred Clown. Like even in dark moments in holotropic and when people are crying and all, he'll make jokes and, and he's not making light of them or like that. He's just softening a bit. Yeah. Like when I went into the hospital and I worked a brain injury, I always try to bring humour in. I just, it, it's a gateway to connection. But once there's no one being, as you said, that's a great point, no one's being hurt. And sometimes I use myself as the humour. I'll, I'll slag myself I'll slag things I do and it just brings us closer always always slag yourself first yeah I hear like <laughs> come here I made a bollocks of it one day right I was in the market and this woman came in and I was in the stall again I was being a giddy goat and having that crack and all she came in and she said she was a white witch and I saw that's dead I said do you fly around the gaff and a broom and all right <laughs> and she fucking took off like a hero on a Honda <laughs> I'd say so. And, I, and she was like, I'm told, and I had to run after the woman. I said, Look, I, I'm not disrespecting your practice or you. I just love having the, the crack because witches are synonymous with brooms. So I just bantered with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. wasn't like putting her down. And she took me apology. And, uh, but you have to be careful sometimes because I just take all this fucking stuff that I do not very serious. I think I think that's if if there is a if there is a key to life, then maybe that's just it to not take ourselves too serious. We have to stop taking everything so serious. This is it, this is it. You're on this journey, this is it. There's not a lot left. No, no. It's very short time. We're not here for a long time, we're here for a short time. Uh, something I was struggling with this morning, actually, that came up, because I was, when I was thinking, what am I going to talk about with you today? Yeah. What, what, something that came up this morning was this in-between. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've finished something in my life or something is finished in my life and I'm in between stepping into the next life. Yeah. yeah. Why? What is that place? Well, that's familiar because we do that so often. It's, 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 it's as if it's, we have somewhere else to go. It's the, yeah. We have, we have, we do, there's a better life coming. Oh no, I'm not into that better life coming. You know what saying? You're going through this. The internet is we're fed every day. No, I don't. How you can improve your life. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. Like, like how you improve your moment. Like, see, life, the weekend, the new year, spring is coming, summer's coming. That's all down the road. And we don't live down the road. No. We live here. Or back there. Like, when people say you're going through this because something good is coming. Like that already tells me not to accept this moment as reality because this is all we have. This is like, yeah, just go through this because something better is going to be like, here, kitty, kitty, come on, follow this, follow the, the yeah. car donkey. Yeah. And then we always have this feeling of we're not meant to be here, we're going through a transition. Be in this moment. 
and let the transition happen. You don't have to acknowledge it. You just have to be with this, accept reality. I was talking to a pal, and she was saying, uh, "How are you? And what number are you at today? Between one and ten, and you can't say five. Ten is great. One, I'm shit for Arizona." And I says, "I'm a two. and she says, "Or I'm a four. And she says, oh, "I'm a four as well. Let's try and make ourselves a six. And I'm like, "No, because that's not that's not reality. No, no. I'm a six, and that's a four. That's where I'm at, yeah. right here, right now. That's yeah. it." And there's lessons to be learned in being at the fore there. Yeah, you just, that's what it you is. Know, to sit, to sit in the shit. Just sit in the feelings and emotion. Here we are. And in 10 minutes, I'm a six or an eight. Someone comes into the market, me having a bit of crack, and I go, what number are now? I'm an eight. You can be any any number at any moment. And it just oscillates. Yeah, and it's and just, that's the, that's the, the frequency of it is, is, is random, really. Yeah. Yeah, but we try hold on. It's like trying to keep a temperature gauge at 700 degrees or 70 degrees Fahrenheit or whatever. And we hold, 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 hold. Not possible. But but the idea that it is possible because, like, you know, it's there. It's at a it's at 10 in there. Yeah. Always. There's a 10 in you. Yeah. And it's always there. It doesn't change. It doesn't go to 11. It doesn't go down to 4. It doesn't go to 9. It's there. It's 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 right there at the core of you, and it's always there. And you have to find that. You have to feed into that. Yeah. So when you're talking about this thing of the transition of feeling, this in between, what do you do with that? What's what's your go-to thing? Is that is the, oh here's um, the question: Is that uncertainty scary? I isolate. I isolate. Oh yeah, you said something I seen you a couple of months ago, and you says I'm doing what I tell people not to do. Yeah, it's okay to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's okay to talk about anything today, <laughs> or any day. And you chance to remember the score. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like it's, I like I'm done. I, was, I was, as I said to you earlier before, uh, before we started, you know, I'm I kind of done with shame. I'm done with shame. There's, there's probably nothing I haven't done. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like if that's why people come and say to me, I feel I can tell you anything, and you won't judge me. I says, how can I? I robbed, I stole, I walked out with my kids, fucking more times than Limber Christie on it. Probably nothing. Yeah. I, I robbed, done. I cheated, I hurt me ma, I robbed me ma, I stole from people that trusted me. So come on, is there any of those? Can you do any of them? And they go, yeah, I do all that. Bring it on, like, bring it on. So I, you know, I'm so shamed. I do, I'm, fu- I, you know, I'm full of shame, and I have no shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I face it. I face the shame. And and we talked about responsibility, having responsibility for self, accepting that you have mostly brought yourself to this place. You know, mm. where you are. Um, oh, people don't want to fucking do. people don't want to talk about acceptance blame no. is much easier they don't it's warm and fluffy blame is blame is the hot potato in the Belfast pub the rat <laughs> <laughs> see again you see what I just saw there just softened the middle but just done a little crap joke yeah, but, you, but it is it, it is and, and there is that idea of, of you know of us wanting to soften the blow of Reality, in in some sense, that we do we do spend a lot of time cushioning ourselves from our own reality. Oh, um, I love that. And because because we're trying to, I think 
you know, because we don't want to get hurt. We don't we don't want to delve into the darkness. The darkness is a place that that some people have so much trauma involved in that place that that to visit that place would mean death. Would mean to you know certain death. Um, I found with the I found with the medicines, uh, which is the the West's idea of ayahuasca and peyote and Cambo. there's very few of them I haven't done Cambo. psilocybins all the psilocybins um, I find with those medicines and I, and I did I did um, know a psychotherapist for years in the States who who used MDMA in particular yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with people who had had all the therapy they could possibly get but could not go into this shadow mm-hmm. could not go into this place that would destroy them yeah. um, and and he found that this took them there was a, allowed them to go into that place because it kept the mood it kept this it kept this sensation of dopamine this feeling of mm-hmm. continued I'm okay here yeah yeah and was able to do the work in there with them when nothing else could reach that. Mm. I don't know, I find the medicines. I don't do them anymore. Um, I've, I've had my, I've done them. I've taken I've lessons from them I needed. Do you think that everyone was looking for that thing? Like going, doing the medicines? Like the, I don't think people put as much value on your everyday nine to five experience, the anxiety, the worry, the fear, to sitting with that rather than going and pulling the curtains off and going and doing the ayahuasca or the psilocybins. Like, you have an opportunity seven days a week, 24 hours a day, to do this hard work. Mm. And that, to me, is is the place to be. Like, when you wake up in the morning and you're all crippled with anxiety, can you be with that? Can you be with the uncertainty? Yeah, and I think in some, in some instances, it's, in most instances, it's better. It's a, it's a braver journey to sit with self than to go beyond the pale looking for things. That's what I have found. Like, I go and see a therapist and I'm there one hour. I have another 23 hours to equate for. And that's where my real work is. Yeah, yeah. Three o'clock in the morning, waking up with panic attacks, wanting to take your life by suicide. That's the core work. Like, we can go off and do the ayahuasca, psilocybins and all that. They're little bouts. Yeah. But we have an opportunity to practice shit. Like compassion, like love, kindness. We've all day to do this. But we seem to be always looking over there for the answers and that. Yeah. And it, and maybe this is the connection in the brain where the brain is wired, wired now to have so much information. So much at the, fing, at the touch of a finger. We can, we can learn about anything in the world. We can become anything in the world by watching YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something other than myself. Though. You want to play the guitar tomorrow? Yeah. You don't even have to go see it. You don't even have to go and and meet anyone who's who's, who's a guitar teacher. I do because I tried and I couldn't fucking learn. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, it's all Stevie everything. Stevie Wonder could probably play fucking better than the guitar than me. And and when we were growing up, we had two stations on the telly. Unless you were, you might have got, you might have got BBC, but we'd RT one, and then when RT two came along, well, and then we, so you, and you went over and you to, and you either watched one or you watched the fucking other. You were the remote control as well. Oh yeah. Get up and change that. Get up and turn that over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, give it a bang. Oh yeah, snap the top. <laughs> but um, 
but now it's just we 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 have this kind of I don't know in the intention this this expansion of of this belt that goes continuously like like society runs on this complete hamster wheel thing yeah um, so our attention spans have I think in the brain have narrowed that we don't that everyone is ADD <laughs> anyway I don't want everyone now. I just want to be my own ADD you're not I just your own want, <laughs> fucking, I can't even be own fucking <laughs> label I mean memes are designed for half a minute you know the 30 seconds yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. about all you could probably fucking take yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're so but we're looking it's a constant look for dopamine needs do you find that the TM I found since I've been practicing my want for social media has diminished a lot yeah, yeah. Like I really, it has. It's subtly changed me. You know, can we go back though? Yeah. You were saying about isolating, and you said, you know, mm. you normally, as you said yourself, I tell people not to do that. Why did you do it this time? Was it just was the was the suffering or the pain harder or higher? Yeah, it felt it felt really yeah, it felt like a combination of a lot of things coming together. Uh, maybe what we do sometimes is. I think we can also bunch all our hurt in together in a big bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, when we're hurt, and particularly if we've been triggered by something yeah, traumatic yeah, or yeah. something, or even somebody said something to you in the shop, and you're oh, and you gone, you're gone home with it, and you're going, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe maybe it was a belief system you had for you on yourself, and you've just reconfirmed that for you, and you're whoa, Jesus Christ. I've someone, always felt like I was a scumbag, yeah, and now they said they confirm it. I am. They just, someone's just told me. They've just doubled up this image I have of myself. Yeah. We have to get rid of the self-saboteur. We have to get rid of him. We have to put him down. <laughs> just, just he, he has, has no... His purpose is there in in the fight or flight or uh, a fight or flight or freeze situation, but most of us don't live in that a lot of the time. Mm. Um, so all traumas and experiences. Um, what was the question? You were you you retreated back. You pulled yeah, back. Yeah, I I felt I I felt I needed to isolate. Um, this time maybe in the transcendental meditation idea again might have come into that too that we that I needed to sit with me and go through all these feelings of loss and all these feelings of emotion and all these feelings of rejection and 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 having to sit with those and sit and wallow in them and swim around in them and, and eventually come out at the other side and say, okay, I'm still here. I've still, I've gone through that. And I have integrated those emotions. I haven't not, fa I haven't looked at them. I haven't not looked at them. I haven't walked away from them. I've integrated them. Right, integration is a big piece in the work, isn't it? But, uh, you can't move forward properly without integration because I talk about ayahuasca and not that I've done it <coughs> I always say listen you'll do ayahuasca but you still have to come home and integrate it yeah. same as your therapy same as your personal training which you're, 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 you want to get skinny or whatever yeah, yeah. you still have to integrate the work in your everyday life yeah, yeah. and if, if, if feelings and emotions come up you got to integrate that you know it's a practice yeah because a lot of people do ayahuasca for and, and you can't be a, it's not an addictive substance but 
going there is an addiction. Oh yeah, like even me want to do more. And not integrating that then, going this week and then going next week and going other week. But I'm not in that world anymore anyway, so it's, it's, it's let them do, <laughs> let, them, let them discover themselves. Do you think as you went through this war and, and at this point right now, do you think you do feelings and emotions a lot better? Of course, yeah. And yet, I've, I've, I'm not. I've, I've finished a relationship. <laughs> These things happen. But do you uh, with with two people who were learning very much how to communicate? Right, right, right. Um, and is it this 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 narrative playing in the background for me? And I don't know. I was saying for you. Right? Are at your age, you should be in a relationship. You should be settled down. You should have found that person. You should. Have, it should be all done. It should be settled. Sure, haven't you done all the years of therapy and you've read all those thousands of books? Yeah, and I, you still can't get a fucking right. For yeah, fuck's sake. I don't. I don't buy that. I don't go there. With it, that one. That plays, and I have to tell it shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean that's. I've torn that one off. Yeah, I torn that one off. Um, I torn that one off. That I mean that's completely. That's that. That's the that's the monkey on the shoulder one. Big time. I mean, that's complete schmiegel talking to you. Stuff. Schmiegel. Schmiegel, I call it, yeah. Yeah? You call it some fucking sense. <laughs> the little schmiegel, you know? Little <laughs> And he's, kind of, he's got nothing good to say. Yeah. Anyway. That, that, that has diminished for me over the years. Because that used to be a fire-breeding dragon. Now yeah, it's just a little yeah. fucking cherub. Yeah, and I think there's, there's, it is a, a huge fire-breeding dragon for most people. But I don't, I try not to listen to that one at this stage. It doesn't work for me. Um, you have to stay positive. It's all about being positive. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually talking about that. <laughs> you have to stay positive, yeah. Yeah, I get it all Careful time. of the positive thing, you know, yeah. I mean, what is being positive like? You know, feeling good about something. As opposed to feeling negative about something, I don't know. Like even a wrong turn's a right turn, you know. You know, so something that may perceived as a bad uh, thing <clears throat> turns out to be a great thing. So it wasn't a bad. Like I had a, a difficult part of my show. It was parts of it were difficult, but yet now I go into schools and I get paid to talk about my story. So was it bad? Was it good? It just is. Yeah, yeah. It's perception, you, isn't it? Yeah, totally. I mean, and if you look at religion, uh, I think. Uh, you know that, yeah. <laughs> and the different religions around the world, that that message is in there. You know, and what's what's not good for you will pass, will pass you on. And and that, and and you hear a lot of people in in religious with religious ideas of of and this forgiveness idea of well, you know, you didn't um, what oh yeah, what what meant to pass you? What was that? What what's idea? meant for you won't pass you. Yeah, but that, that that okay, this thing that happened to you is setting you on a journey, on a road to something that's going to be positive. That that things are meant to fall. That, that you're not meant you, that that bad thing that happened to you leads you on to something really good. And I'm not kind of for that idea either. No, that's a no. bit crazy. It's like, what are you on about? <laughs> you know, uh, again, uh, another religious kind of idea. I'm not. <clears throat> Dog and religion too much. <laughs> no, but it, it just again. I think focusing on positive, positive is unrealistic, totally. and it and it and it stops us living in the difficult moments. Like you, like somebody. I yeah. worked in the national rehab, and somebody going in a C four 
uh, paralyzed from the from the, the cervical vertebrae right down. How can you say to have to stay positive? Do you know it's just it's unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't always work like that. It and was a big it was a big moment for me because I was in the bed in the rehab yeah. after my accident. Right. I had to learn to walk again. You know, I was on the bars. I did the whole yeah. thing, and I spent months in wheelchairs. And, and learning to walk again, learning to use so my legs. So that's what your and, connection was to come back. Yeah, I never knew that. Well, I just felt like I was lying in. I was lying in the bed. There was a guy beside me. John was nineteen. There's another guy. I think he was only twenty-two. They were young fellas. Both of them, one paralegic, the other one had broke his was from here down had broke his spine. Um, I hate the use of his arms, and I'm. I know no leg. I know you're sitting my legs, and I'm sitting in the middle, going, "Wow, here's two young men. Mm. Here's me. You know, like I, you know, halfway through my life, these two young men have a whole journey ahead of them that they mightn't survive. Mm. They mightn't make. They yeah. might. They may not want to, or they may find some hope in it. Um, and I, but I'm determined to walk out of here. You know." But it was so so real and and sad and difficult to watch these two young men on their on a completely different journey, completely different new path mm. that would remain with them for the rest of their lives. And things do happen to us that remain with us for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're like this is the this is the filter. This holds the story, and pain gets stored in there. So it might be very easy for people to say, "Oh, stay positive, stay positive." I know Shaolin monks and people in Thailand, Tibetan monks, and they can stay in in a Zen place all the time. But that's just not my story because my DNA, my cells have recorded damage years ago and that kind of gets triggered sometimes so it's very unrealistic when we say stay positive stay positive what I try to do which brings me a lot of peace in my life is to acknowledge the pain and accept I'm not trying to play tug and war with I'm not trying to get rid of it alright here we are here we are here we are I'm happy here we are here we are I try to go here we are to all my experiences as best I can and, ad and identify your triggers try yeah. and identify oh, yeah. try and find where they are you know when you feel that and when you feel anger or angst or anxiety or I need to get out of here or I need to attack or I need to or I feel something change I feel this neurological change happening in me that's bringing up something and somebody has just said something to you that you feel is impossible to, to hear you know it's like, and it's something basic and normal normally um, we can be triggered by these things it, it, identify that trigger and that's where the responsibility kicks in that you are responsible to go to that place. You're, you you have an opportunity right there and then to sit and hold back. Uh, I studied non-duality for a long time too. And that, that concept it, it helps, I think, for a lot of people um, who practice it. Um, and the idea of non-duality is the two, the two dualities. You know, the we, yeah, yeah, yeah. the collective we gives a shit about everything it's it's the samsara yeah. it's the constantly worrying about stuff it's yeah. how should we be together how should we move together how should we yeah. be seen or not seen in society how, yeah. how what's the world oh, think of me yeah. nah, nah, nah. It's all what do I think of myself all of that stuff is the way 
And the we cares. The we cares about everything. The we is worried all the time about stuff. It worries. It, it's, it's constantly trying to fix things and solve things. The I doesn't give a shit. Just watches. <laughs> it doesn't care. It doesn't care. It just observes. It sits from us. It sits. It sits back from the way and observes. And if we can do that in, if we can use that as well in the time when we're triggered, bring ourselves to the eye, to the observer. Oh yeah, that's it, been one of my greatest tools. Yeah. Like even sitting in this interview, there's times I want to jump in and say, and yeah. it's like the little kid and he just wants to be heard and just wants to tell a great story. And I watch that and go, yeah. shut the fuck up, just, just listen, just listen. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. And it's in, it's that enthusiasm we have that you find when, um, I, I think when people learn something new as well, and that has maybe changed them in some way, in a positive way, that they feel better about themselves or they feel not, not stuck in that place. Um, and they've been given this tool. Um, it seems like a miracle. And, oh. and what they want to do then is tell everyone they fucking know. Yeah. Oh, that was about me. This tool when, when I got me the degree. Been, and it's like you have to try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go ramming it down people's throats. I was like a dog with two mickeys. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what to do with my degree. I started telling everyone, calling people out on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, atoms and molecules. You gotta and do physiology this. Yeah, and yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta do this. This is the best thing ever. Yeah. 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 I guess with the TM thing is that doesn't even ask for that. No, no. And I went there with a very suspicious mind because even in it, even I in the introduction, most I, people I put do. my hand up. Went like I've done meditation, me, Mister Noel. I was like, I've done a meditation. You're not telling me enough. A lot of this seems very secretive. Yeah. And she goes, "There's a difference between." And she's lovely. The way she said it, she just cupped the legs up. She went, <laughs> There's a difference between privacy and secrecy. Yeah. And I says hand up again I said look I have to be very honest here. my amygdala is getting triggered because I sense danger and I said I'm projecting out on you and I'm really sorry yeah. and I watched that then I went ah you're fucking judging this woman I said I'm going to go against my physiology I'm going to go against what the run of bounce and I'm going to trust this process yeah. trust yeah. and it was fucking great yeah yeah and the TM doesn't ask of you to do anything it's not asking of anything it's not asking of anything um, Take it as it is. You know, there may be an element of what's seen as secrecy or privacy. Privacy, yeah, I think, is, yeah. prob is probably the better yeah, word. She's right. Brilliant. Um, because it, the, the uh, and what I've learned from Ivan and stuff as well is this kind of idea of that you kind of like. For me, it was uh, the, uh, the analogy I'll use is is martial arts, maybe karate, right, mm. uh, or any martial art. Uh, belt the belt system when you start at, at, at in your white belt you go up to your black belt right and I remember getting a black belt at one stage and being so proud of myself for achieving this thing for getting to this place after years of you training did? yeah and I remember getting to this getting to getting to it and, and being and, and at the ceremony receiving it and the whole thing was great and, I, and my sensei saying to me you know welcome to the ladder you told us you're at the fucking pinnacle. Yeah. Welcome to the ladder. Oh, yeah, I'm the ladder. Not even well. Not not even welcome to your first step on the ladder. Or your, I hadn't even stepped on the ladder. So the understanding behind the philosophy behind the idea has always been there. And this idea is that I couldn't give you this information. I couldn't give you black belt information on your white belt. I can give it to you, but you're not going to be able to integrate it. Yeah. Because you won't understand it. 
So TM can maybe be assimilated to that. They won't, you know, you're not given everything. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing <laughs> about it. You've got to integrate it. And but then you learn that there is nothing to give. Yeah, that she can't place. give you anything because it's your own experience. <laughs> yeah, it's not, about, it's not about, it's no, you know, there's no prize at the end of it. There's no, uh, there's I was no looking prize, for a prize at the beginning. There's no, there's no, mm, can we have a lovely coffee break with some nice biscuits? There's no nice biscuits. It's just, it's, this is it. The whole thing is a nice biscuit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that was part. Of, I was looking for a sensation. I was looking to arrive somewhere. Yeah, you know. And again, I went back and I went back with me honest and open question. I said, "Oh, this is all a bit loosey goosey for me. That's a bit like I two think. sleeps a day." And she just went, "Oh, it's not just wonderful." And I was like, "What the fuck, Mrs. You off your rocker?" And she laughed and I laughed. Yeah. But everyone wanted to ask the same question because some fellas says, "I thought I was just sleeping all day." And she says, no, that's just wonderful, bro. That's great, but you're not meditating. <laughs> I want to be this. I want to be a man Goggins. I want to be fucking military precision. I mean, yeah. control, control, control. But Yeah, well, it's like the idea of yoga in the West is like completely like lost. It's, I don't know, it's lost. It's it's true authenticity. I mean, uh, it's just this, this, whatever happens with, with yoga today, it's, it's all about movement and it's all about the poses and it's... It's not about having the right pants on. It's not about the essence. There's a whole heap of uh, of of learning and teaching behind yoga that's not passed on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Correct way. Everything gets very complicated, doesn't it? And it gets diluted, and then it gets really fucking yeah smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and um, and it's how like you know because spirituality is big business. You know, <laughs> it's big business. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. write a book, write a self help book. You know. Yeah. You're off. It's yeah. business. Um, and it's and the, but it's also full of a lot of crap. There's a lot of crap in there too. That's like life, isn't it? Whether it be the fitness industry, whether it be yeah. the financial industry, there's, there's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of charlatans, there's a lot of snake oil selling out there. That's why I try rock with the people of like mind. I try make everything very simplistic. I try make it very ordinary and digestible. I had a lecturer in, in Tala College and he explained immunology, he explained trans, uh, trans, uh, transferring pathogens onto other people yeah. through song and dance. He sang a song uh, about passing on flu. There was a little bird and his name was Enza. Opened up the window and influenza. Oh, so That's it's good. an airborne pathogen. <laughs> right, right. Never forgot it. He sang another one about uh about uh oh what was the other insulin and insagon and then he had this thing about uh, uh T cells and he stuck a Mars bar wrapper on his head and the T cells tells the other cells, I have this, I just ate a Mars bar. <laughs> like he <laughs> explained a very complex system by song, dance and analogies. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that complicated. And yeah. it changed my life as a teacher. Yeah, the way I go way. out to the world and try to make it like fun. You know. Yeah, me too. I mean like the the drum circles. Yeah, where can people find you? What can they like do you want to work with you or what to do? Uh yeah, you can find me anywhere if you have <laughs> in the bushes. <laughs> find me in the trees. <laughs> Maybe up in Tallaview in the in bushes the there, fully naked. Like, yeah, man, do you remember uh, Mad Sweeney running what's, around? What's that thing? Do you remember the life of Brian? Did you ever see the oh, yeah, when yeah, your yeah. man was in the hole and he had oh, yeah, a yeah. you seen his nip? Yeah. Yeah. Go fella. away! Fuck off! Fuck off! Yeah, I had the one sandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Oh yeah, he was he was he was on a. Uh, 
yeah, quiet sabbatical for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We hadn't spoken years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I've got, uh, I've got some, I've had some great experiences over the years. With, the, I find, see, the drums brought me this tool to use to in to connect. Um, and I had this saying I used to use years ago that somebody kind of from England took from me. <laughs> well, I gave it to him. But it was it was weapons of mass connection is my oh, was it. my old kind of phrase. Yeah, that was your. And and I would use this um, because this tool is magical. Yeah. To, it, I've and it's worked across border lines. It's worked worked. With, I've worked with gangs who hate each other. I've worked with. In, I've, there's nowhere I haven't been. I've been in the prisons. I've been in the hospitals. I've been in the mental hospitals. I've been in asylums. I've been in disability centres. I've been in drug addiction centres. There's nowhere I haven't been. Wow. Um, and brought this tool and this and and the ability for people to just walk in and to have to can, they, they don't have to say anything. They can walk in, sit down, and whatever mood they were in. They will leave in a different mood. It's nearly guaranteed for most people if they allow themselves the journey of that. And there's so much going on, you know. This like, and even though I've been to one of your workshops too. One in the hospital, and what I liked about it, you, you smiled, and you're having a bit of crack. You weren't yeah. super serious, and then like on the workshop with you down that other place. And then you also have the effects of drum on the vagus nerve, rhythm. You know, human brains love rhythm. Will you push a baby? Bah, 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 yeah, bah, rhythm, bah. vibration, it's all... We're at the early stages of understanding it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been lots of research done on it now. Only because people, have, people in maybe in the spiritual world, have, have now money to invest oh, in these things yeah. in the first place. Yeah, that's Before it was just gobbledygook. Yeah, because vi- How can vibration... And, yeah. But it's the key to everything. We live in a vibrating world. We are. We vibrate. We're not just solid. We're, we're. Yeah. I mean, it's the key to everything. Nothing is real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Lipton. I was reading. A, I, I used love to Bruce read a Lipton. lot of Bruce Lipton. Yeah. In yeah. the early days. Hearts are reality. And, Br- and Bruce was shunned by the scientific community now for years. Now he's a fucking guru. Everything is Bruce Lipton. Uh, well, he, yeah. I, I'm not sure whether his colleagues have still accepted him or not. Like, but he's yeah. But, but he's brilliant. And what's the other fellow doctor? What's your man's name? Uh, there's a few of them. Uh, there's a couple of them. I'm reading someone, um, one at the moment. But you have to put it down every now and then because it's just too. It's quite intense. Yeah. There's a lot of intention, uh, intense trauma it keeps going you in your on, head. and it's and it can keep you in your head. Mm. And maybe that's the one thing I often wondered with the TM: is it a way of going around your issues and learning these techniques to become just, you know, to to let it all go. Or do you have to go through your stuff to let it all go? There are two trains of thought there, I think. Mm. Um, I'm not sure which one. I just trust the process now. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go with this until I decide it's not going to, it's not for me. I'll just keep going. And right now, it feels like the right thing to do. Uh, We've talked about feelings, emotions, uh, gender, equality, and fucking drumming and what's the one thing you like people to take away from listening to the interview oh god yeah we need to be very profound here as we stare into the abyss yeah 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 that's the one thing or two things yeah 
do the work. Do the work. There's no way out of it. There's no other way out of it. You gotta do the work. You gotta get to your find you gotta learn about yourself. You gotta find your the stuff that's 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 difficult for you and you've got to work through it. No way out. There's only the only way is true, isn't it? You and, can and it's, around it and it's not, it. and you're not going to find your love in someone else. That's a big one. That's a big one. It's not there. That's not where it is. You can love people all you like, and they can love you, and that's really nice. And everyone wants that. But if you're if you're relying on that as you're relying on someone else. To give you to, to to make you feel whole and loved, and love, then you know that that can that can go and that does come and go. Mm, that's a big one. That's a fucking doing the work and self love and it's really it's about turning in, isn't it? Like that is the work. That's it's the turning in piece, isn't it? And then, and then you can become the person that the you know if two people are doing work if two people are in relationships oh, and they're yeah. doing the work wow you know I mean wow. there's there's real that's the that's, that's and that's that's a real relationship that's you can be with someone for thirty five years forty five years of your life and still not really know them absolutely this is safer isn't it this 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 conversation with two men looking at looking away. You know, we talk about like uh, men talking side by side conversations help, don't they? Rather than the eye contact. I don't know. Like I, because I, I'm all right with I'm, I'm great okay with eye contact. I'm a serial killer. I like stare <laughs> yeah, but like. yeah. Well, you see, I think I remember doing an eye con an eye contact exercise at a group oh, thing, a body we work doing. thing. Ah, yeah, we did lots of them over yeah. the years. Like, I don't. I think I'm. I've I've definitely done five six thousand workshops at this stage. I'd say. <laughs> I was a yeah, workshop, workshop tour at one stage, but yeah. I don't. You know, I don't. I give them now. Not I yeah. try. I go to a few the odd the odd time. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I think trying try and work your stuff out is the key. Try and get to what it is, because most of us don't know. We don't know, except that you have a dark side. Except your your shadow, uh, and become and and that and that's your key. That will be your key to being more whole in yourself, loving yourself from the bottom of the internally. Once you can love yourself, how the hell I I expect to accept love from anybody if you can't love yourself? How the hell? And they don't even know you, you know, because you don't even know yourself. You know, you're still learning, and yeah, and it's only part of you that they may, yeah, it's. it's and then, and then, uh, but, but to have, but to, 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 I think from it, yeah, to, I don't, I don't know. I remember doing that's what I was talking about. That sorry, that um, I doing that eye exercise with with in a group, and mm-hmm. there was one woman in particular who just couldn't look at me, uh, and in in my projection with the eyes towards her and and almost kind of insisting that she t- take part in this exercise I triggered her and I and and my god did the did the floodgates open which was really good at the time for her because she'd gone step straight past her anger 
It was so triggering. She went, she went a small drop of anger and then straight oh. into because behind anger, folks, is fear. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's just it's every just time you're angry, you're afraid. It's masquerading as. Ask yourself, what are you afraid of? Yeah, in like this when, situation, like when somebody cuts you across and you're beeping a horn. Realistically, you just felt scared first, and then you just acted with anger. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. anger dressed up, uh, fear dressed up as anger. You uh, know? Yeah, we go straight to we go straight to anger. Behind all anger is fear. Behind most things is an emotional driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who's driving the bus? That's a good question. Who is driving the bus? That could be. The Are your emotions driving the bus? And you're sitting behind the bus. Are you sitting behind the bus driver, and asking for a goal? Any chance <laughs> you can have a goal? Are you one of those people? Are you one of those people walking around letting your emotions run the whole day for you? Because if you are, we're all in trouble. We're fucked. We need to get a new bus driver. Right there, you go. Feelings, emotions, drumming, bus drivers, Dublin City, <laughs> Dublin City buses, <laughs> Dublin City buses. I drove by feelings and emotions. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. look, uh, I hope nothing of that podcast, that interview, that talk, that carpal therapy trilogy, if it does or did, let us know. Let people know. Talk about it. Talk about things that come up. You know, uh, this conversation is all in service of supporting, helping, encouraging, empowering. Uh, and having these conversations open it up um, so if, if that served you well I'm absolutely delighted if, if it's something you enjoyed please share with your family and friends I love this conversation it was just cool and authentic I didn't know like I've met Tom a couple of times but you know when you just like someone from a bag oh I like him probably end up fucking hating them in a while but you're not <laughs> grand. he's a gift but you know you just go I'd love to interview her. and that was deadly it was true authentic conversation uh, I don't have an agenda anymore what I want I just want to interview people that I like uh, and it's it's serving me well I used to control and predict these interviews and make sure God said information I don't do it anymore I just trust the path and I go do you know what I just think to be a good conversation with that person I like that idea because I do that quite a lot in in the in the organisation of the groups or the weekends even where I will do very little lots of preparation for the group for the weekend yeah. but very little content as to what we're going to do yeah yeah, yeah 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 I you know and somebody I remember somebody coming along to one of the things and saying well what's the schedule you know what's the programme do I need a schedule can you show me the schedule for the and I go well you're in the wrong place we don't have a schedule <laughs> we don't do schedules well you know we have a rough idea of what we're doing and then, and I remember when things not going right, that same person saying to me, "Ah, you see, that's because you didn't have a schedule." Uh, and so, so we get the, you know, and and I had to laugh at that. I had to yeah. laugh, you know. There was a part of me was triggered, yeah, yeah. and I wanted to go, you know, but I didn't. I was, you know, I said, "Wow, look how ridiculous all of it is, really." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. <laughs> Not fucking serious. None of it should be serious. Yeah, Stop yeah. taking yourself serious. Yeah. Stop listening to yourself too much, as well. Absolutely. Especially when it's telling you you shouldn't be doing this. You What's that yoke you said on your shoulder? Schmiegel. Get Sh rid of your schmiegel. Get rid of your schmiegel. I thought schmiegel was a moustache. Well, it was <laughs> at one stage. But <laughs> you just integrated it to something else. I think. Yeah, I, I also think you know maybe this might maybe some men might watch this. Yeah, I hope so. And and maybe. We could um, we could have a look at maybe doing a men's lodge. Yeah, I did have a lodge up in the Wicklow Mountains years ago. We called it the Men's Cave. Yeah, 
And they were lodges where men who found it difficult to communicate or were they doing this work uh, would come along. And uh, and all you have to do is make the fucking first step and come along. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll maybe we'll we'll talk about that and see. Amazing. See and how if these you're teams We can we can organise a a group. Sounds like a plan. Right, right. All my interviews are brought to you by Noel Royley from Rooney Media Graphics. He's me, mate. If you need any graphic design done, he's your man. Uh, our sponsor, yeah, that's his his amazing work. The girls from Shannon's Hopeline, Lisa and Sandra Keller are doing deadly work. Fran with the Super Run and Christopher doing amazing work in the Liberty. Just oh, yeah. legends, absolute legends. Thanks to my guest, uh, Tom Quinn. If you want to check Tom out, he's on social media, he's on Facebook, uh, or you'll just find him up in Dublin Mountains running around in the nib, <laughs> shaking his hip like a bag of chips. Uh, thanks very much. Please share this work. Uh, thanks for all the kind words again. Thanks for all the. Uh, encouragement and support from all the legends and the liberties i'm going to keep going with carpal therapy i'm really enjoying it. i have a few people from the liberties going to come on next a couple of